This is Taylor Talk, the number one Taylor Swift podcast brought to you by taylortalk.org. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 127 of Taylor Talk, the Taylor Swift podcast. My name's Adam. I'm Diane. And I'm Sammy. How was that intro, guys? That was very strange. That was different. <laughs> I tried. Adam likes to psych himself up before he does it, so he's like, okay, how am I going to do this? And then all of a sudden he just pulled out with that, and I was like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was rather good, rather clever. Were you trying to be like um, like one of those people at like the box or the at the wrestling thing? You know what they say? Let's yeah, like a, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's that's what it was modeled after. Good call, right, Sammy. Fair. So, thank you everybody listening in today and subscribing. Appreciate every single one of you. We've got a lot to talk to you guys about with the ACMs coming up just next week. We're gonna well dive into why we think Taylor should win or. If we don't think Taylor should win. So stay tuned for that. But before we get to it, Diane, can you please give us some news? All right. Well, Taylor did not attend the Kids the Kids Choice Awards last night. She lost the Favorite Female Artist Award to her friend uh, Selena Gomez and Favorite Song to One Direction. Um, so congratulations to them. Um, but instead, she did attend the, the Broadway show called called Bullets Over Broadway and met the cast backstage, which includes Scrub star Zach Braff. The cast is full of Swifties because right after the show, they were all beaming with excitement and tweeted about how amazing it was to meet her and how nice she was to them. Aww. And she took a picture with the dog. Oh, We're like, she's cheating on Meredith with a dog! <laughs> Go Taylor. We're like, We're okay. <laughs> Yay doggies. <laughs> It was a very tiny doggy. Oh. Pomeranian. Anyways. All right. Uh, Taylor has also officially purchased a new apartment in New York City. She has spent the past week and a half there enjoying her time in New York with several of her friends, including Victoria's Secret model Lily Aldridge and childhood friend Brittany Mack. She did a lot of shopping and went to a a Bleachers concert in Brooklyn with Lena Dunham. She was also spotted leaving a recording studio earlier this week. So it looks like she's having some fun there and also doing some work. Okay, what what is this Taylor has officially purchased an apartment? Did somebody, like, go stalk the public records or something? Like, how do we know <laughs> this is official? Um, it seems, based on the articles that I've read, that the apartment went under contract beginning of last week. So she must have moved in, and movers were seen moving in furniture on Friday. Well, how do we know she didn't rent it? How do because we know? <laughs> Taylor, you don't rent you you don't rent a twenty and the the apartment that they assumes or apartments that they assume she bought were both on the market. One of them was for five million, one of them was for fourteen million. So that she got it for twenty million, two apartments. Oh, pennies! Like yeah, I'll duh. take two of those. I don't think she paid cash for it this time. <laughs> Hey, you never know. That's insane. Um, but the articles that I read also said that she was there in January looking at apartments. And if you remember, she went to New York with her brother in January. She also went shopping at that time. We thought she was there for Andrea's birthday, but it looks like she was also there looking at apartments now. Cool. So Taylor has added a new home to her long list of homes mm-hmm. in the U.S. And well, one there's that only she four. Won't visit ever again. <laughs> That's more than most people have. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then also in the news, the art exhibit, Who's Taylor Swift 
Anyway, open this weekend in Brooklyn. It features five artists who specialize in different mediums, but all found inspiration in Taylor's image and ability to connect to her fans. It was a very small exhibit. There were 12 works in all. Paintings um, that were created from photos Taylor herself has tweeted. That's pretty neat. Sammy, I think you went, didn't you? I did. It was interesting i don't think sammy went i actually know she went because last week we said sammy's gonna be going to the exhibit next week and she'll be able to talk well, about I it i knew she went but it was a lead-in so good job i believe thank the leader. you I, I went for the hook <laughs> grabbed it sammy fell for it so sammy what was it like then um it was very tiny as diane said it was in this kind of weird like old factory in Brooklyn and it was like this one room in the factory it was it was it was kind of sketch I'm gonna be honest but um it was cool when we were there um the main artist like Diane said had a whole bunch of um oil on canvas paintings of photos that Taylor's tweeted um so there were um there was one photo from the speak now tour of her Liz and Caitlin getting ready backstage and then there was um, the four collage one that Taylor took in New Zealand. And there was a new one that was of her and Lord on the beach. And they were good. Um, that same artist also had a computer of her singing All Too Well over Taylor's recording of All Too Well. And it was kind of supposed to be like showing how she is able to connect with all different fans and even if you're not, you know, as talented as Taylor is, that you can still enjoy her on that level. You know, it kind of reminded me of, like, me singing in the car all too well. Uh, that's Singing to my hairbrush so, kind of thing. It was not good, but it wasn't supposed to be good. Sammy, who sponsored this? Like, who's putting on this exhibit? Um, it's curated by the main artist, and her name is Elizabeth. Um, she's just a, you know, East Coast artist. She's based out of Boston. Um, and there's a Boston Globe article about it that I'll have Diane link. Um, but she just is very inspired. And my mom and I actually talked to her very briefly. She was just inspired by Taylor and how, like, her music is able to connect to everybody and everybody's able to relate to it. And, you know, on some level, all of the artists had inspiration like that. Some of them did very, very strange things. Like, there was this one artist, his name was um, Chris Tyler, and he had a photo of himself in a dress very similar to one that Taylor wore during the Fearless Tour. It Wait, so red... it's a, a male that took a, a photo of himself in a it's Taylor a dress. Yes, yes. Um, I can try and find his Twitter. Um, <laughs> but he also had um, a photo, I assume, not one that he took, but one that he made like in Photoshop or something like that, that would, looked like Taylor had tweeted about him that was like, you know, it was kind of, it was dissing him, but it was, like, doing, like, in her, like, who's Taylor Swift anyway, ew, kind of style. So it ew. Was like, it was, like, I don't remember exactly what it said, but basically it was, like, can Chris Tyler do anything right? No. Ew. Something like that. So was this, this exhibit wasn't exclusive to Taylor then? Um, I mean, it was ultimately, but it was kind of supposed to be, like, showing how Taylor's image and Taylor's music is able to relate to other people and be used in all different kinds of art. So here's oh. here's the here's the big question then. Mm. For people at least in the surrounding New York areas, would you 
suggest going? Is it worth checking out? I thought it was interesting. It wasn't, it definitely wasn't what I thought it was going to be. It wasn't nearly as big as I had thought it was going to be. And it didn't have, um, I thought there was going to be a few more just things in general. Um, but you know, if you're interested in all different kinds of art medium, if you're interested in Taylor's effect on art in general, it can be interesting to go, you know, don't go and expect to see like, you know, costumes and whatever. I had a lot of people asking me if like, you know, Taylor costumes were on display or anything like that. It's not like that at all. It's strictly an art exhibit. Well, you said it was put on by this Elizabeth, who's like an independent artist, right? It's not actually officially affiliated with Taylor in any way. It's kind of like us. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely like us, except I think we're better. Oh, Sammy. <laughs> Slightly biased opinion, but I, I would hope we're more entertaining than just looking at paintings. But uh. Well, yeah, because yeah, you're not I mean, a fan if of art. You, if you have an open mind about art in general and you live in the surrounding area, I would go and check it out. Cool. Well, I'm yeah. glad you get a chance to see that, Sammy. Diane, thank you for the news. But what's past is past. So what's coming up in the calendar on April 6th, the 49th annual ACM Awards will air on CBS at 8, 7 Central. Taylor is nominated for Entertainer of the Year, Female Vocalist of the Year, and Single Record of the Year, and Video of the Year and Vocal Event of the Year for Highway Don't Care with Tim McGraw and Keith Urban. So make sure to keep voting for Taylor every day at VoteACM.com. Of course, we'll get into more of that in our discussion about the ACM and ACMs and the Entertainer of the Year nominees in just a few minutes. Also, on May 1st, the first ever iHeartRadio Music Awards will air live on NBC. Taylor is nominated for Fan Army. Hey, that's us! Woohoo! Okay, so Taylor's nominated for Fan Army and Country Song of the Year for Highway Don't Care with Tim McGraw and Keith Urban. Make sure you're voting daily for that as well at iHeartRadio.com slash awards. Awesome. Oh, goody. That's me now, isn't it? <laughs> now, Sammy's going to give us some tour updates. And do you know what I forgot, Sammy, is because you've become a part of us now, I, I do want to remind everyone these tour updates are still brought to you by Sammy's other organization, T-Swift on Tour. So go follow them if you're not. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy's like, yes, please. Uh, I love everybody. But, yeah, that's, this is sponsored by T-Swift on Tour. Um, so Jakarta, Indonesia red tour tickets went on sale on 328. I had said last week that they went on sale already, but they hadn't. I'm really sorry. Please forgive me. Don't Sammy, me. shame on you for getting I a know, date wrong. I'm sorry. I believe Twitter. I'm sorry. Hey, you know what? Since this segment is brought to you by T-Swift on tour, the blame's not on us. Well, I said it, <laughs> I say it on T-Swift on tour. I said it here. And I you know. You didn't correct me. I didn't, else I didn't correct you because I expected you to be the red tour expert. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> we couldn't find, or I couldn't find information on if the show was sold out or not. I do know that people camped out to get tickets. Um, I'm going to go with my gut and say that it's not sold out yet because people weren't tweeting. They couldn't get tickets. If you guys know if it's sold out, please tweet Taylor talk 13 or T-Swift on tour and let us know so that I can correct it and shout you out next week. Um, More corrections on behalf of Sammy. (laughs) I'm covering my grounds this time. Uh, (laughs) Tokyo, Japan went on sale on 329 and we were told via Twitter that they sold out in one minute, which is insane. Kind of crazy. Taylor also surprised us this week and added one more Asia date. On March 30th, Shanghai, China will be painted red. Tickets go on sale on April 2nd. Sammy, I caught I caught this one before the uh, you need to retract it next week. 
What happened? <laughs> you said March 30th. It's May 30th. Oh. May 30th. That was just a slip. I'll let you go on that one because in our uh, notes here it's that not... we're following along with, you, you do have it written down correctly. So The show is not today, guys. The show is May 30th. Yeah. I know, right? That's pretty funny. <laughs> the show is today, but tickets go on sale in three days. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, thank you for the tour update, Sammy. Hopefully they're all correct this time. I'm not going to let that down. Sorry. All right. Still love you. Anyway, so for those who aren't already following, go follow T-Swift on Tour on Twitter. They're the ones sponsoring our tour update segment. They keep up with the Red Tour and, well, all of Taylor's tours, really. T-Swift on Tour. Thank you, Sammy. So our main discussion, as I said, is going to be about the ACMs. Now, Taylor is nominated yet again for Entertainer of the Year, which is like, this is what, the fourth time in a row? Yep. Yeah. So fourth year in a row, she won the first two, controversially lost last year. Is that a word or did I make that one up? No, that's a word. It, it's a word and it makes sense. Okay. It definitely makes sense. Controversially lost to Luke Bryan last year and now she's nominated again this year. The nominees in Entertainer of the Year are, aside from Taylor Swift, Blake Shelton, Luke Bryan, Miranda Lambert, George Strait. Now, that's almost the same lineup as last year. George Strait is the only one different. I forget. I'm drawing a blank. Who was it last year? Mm, Brad Paisley. I want to say Brad Paisley. That sounds like it would be correct. Yeah, I think it was Brad Paisley. Mm -hmm. I don't think that was it. But either way, that's regardless. uh, Like I said, what's in the past is nominated. I feel like that's a new one, too. No, Miranda Lambert was also nominated last year. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So let's dive into it. Jumping straight into the official rules, just so everyone's clear on how this all works. A combination of votes from the Academy of Country Music members and the public, that's your votes, will decide the winter of 2014 Entertainer of the Year. This is why that the nom- the voting for the fan voting doesn't go up until the end of March because the nominee, the Academy has to vote first, and then they put ours up, and then they add them together. Yeah, so it's a combination of votes, which... I don't know that it's 50-50, but Yeah, we don't know how much they even... We don't know the ratio. However, all we do know is from our end, the strongest chances of getting Taylor to win is still voting as much as possible. Yes, don't just, you know, say, oh, well, everyone else will vote for her because that's clearly not how it works. (laughs) <laughs> no, because last year, if you remember correctly, and the reason I kind of mentioned the controversy last year is I tried, tried finding it and I could not. Somebody did a side by side comparison where Luke Bryan tweeted something about, hey, go vote for me. Taylor tweeted something. Hey, go vote for me. And Taylor's got retweeted like a zillion bajillion times more than Luke's Br- Luke Bryan's did. Yep. Oh, and speaking people... of tweets, is, has she even tweeted about that at all? Taylor Nation has, but I don't Taylor think Swift she has personally has mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Interesting. So. But she also doesn't... Um, well, she has. She did a meme, I think. Now I'm going to go and check. Sammy's got to go check. <laughs> well, while Sammy's going to check, the way this conversation is going to work for everyone, just so you know, is we're going to take each of the nominees and compare them side by side with Taylor. So, first up, Blake Shelton. If this award were Blake Shelton versus Taylor Swift and that was it, who would win? Hmm. I think Taylor only because um her album sold better than his did this year. Granted, his is newer. Hers sold better. And also 
ultimately, although they both sold out tours, her tour was on a much bigger scale than his was. He was selling out amphitheaters and arenas, whereas Taylor was selling out arenas and stadiums. Okay, so Taylor's got a bigger tour, but what about taking into effect the fact that Blake Shelton has the entire fan base of The Voice, which is a huge show right now? If I remember correctly, and I'm not fact-checking right now, so if someone can correct me if I'm wrong, I'd appreciate this, but I believe The Voice is actually higher rated than American Idol now. Oh, it is. It's yes, a it is. huge show, and his banter with um, Adam Levine from Maroon 5 is like a huge part of the show. And that definitely could pull in some votes, but as the articles that we're basing this whole conversation on says, Taylor is also able to pull in a lot of votes from outside the country realm, a country music realm is a okay word. I'll go with that word that I mm-hmm. used originally. Um, whereas, yeah, I guess Blake Shelton will pull in some of the fans he's created from uh, The Voice, but ultimately, Blake is a country artist. Like if you go and talk to somebody in, you know, New York city or Boston or a place that they don't necessarily have listen to a lot of country music, they might not know who Blake Shelton is. They might be like, Oh yeah, that guy from the voice. But in terms of voting for him, they wouldn't necessarily go out of their way to vote for him. Whereas because Taylor musically is on a bigger scale than he is, people would probably go out of their way to vote for her. That's possible, Sammy, but I do know people, like my mom actually is an example, who knows Blake Shelton from The Voice and like loves him as a person and things like that, and she is not really a big fan of his music or Taylor's. But so where do voters... Why is she not going to vote, for him? though? She wouldn't vote. That's the thing. Well, she wouldn't vote because she's an old person and old people yeah, don't use the I'm internet. Saying, though, is that a lot of his, not all of his Voice fans, but a lot of them are not necessarily people that are into the social media that would know to go and vote. And that's that's a huge advantage that Taylor has. Right. Th- that is very true because, like, your mom, Adam, she will watch him on the show, which is very, like, you know, you just sit there and watch the show. Like, you don't really have to do much, you know, because you're just watching TV. So it's, n- so it's not a very active, like, group of people that he has that like the voice. Yeah. That's possible. Now, here's another thing I researched in in terms of Blake Shelton, too. The Voice is on NBC. The award show is being aired by CBS, so there's no bias with that. But something interesting that I read, and this may not be current, but I read an article that claims CBS and NBC are actually rivals. They are. So if they're rivals and Blake Shelton represents NBC, is there a chance? Because if you look through the official rules in terms of conditions and things like that, CBS has ultimate authority over who actually wins. There is. However, if we're going to go with that, then we can also say that Taylor might not be their favorite to win either because Taylor's on Big Machine and... and, and They're tied Big, to Nashville on uh, Yes, NBC. on ABC. Yes, ABC. ABC. Sorry. Yes. They, so they all end could, in BC. If we're going to go with that theory, then you could go with the theory that sh- they won't let her win for that reason, too. Okay. That's a fair point as well. So, side-by-side comparison, then, and we'll move on to the next artist. Blake Shelton or Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. I think Taylor, too. I think Taylor also. I, I just think Taylor's overall fan base. Something we didn't even touch on, actually, is even the social media fan base. Blake yeah, Shelton, I mean, of like, course, is big. Ar- but... The article talked a lot about his social media um, presence, which he does have a, a 
huge presence. Um, but Taylor just hit 40 million followers and Blake has 5.75 million followers. That is a huge difference. Like, he you does talk to his that. fan. He's relatable to his fans. But that's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a huge... And well, the other thing with his... Um, with his account is that he doesn't have two separate accounts like Taylor does, whereas Taylor has her personal account and Taylor Nation. Some of his tweets are noted by the Team BS, like by Team BS. So like that also can affect. Like it's kind of like he's, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. L- l- like it's not just him that runs the Twitter yeah, account. Taylor's prom- Taylor's promotion is done on Taylor Nation. Taylor doesn't really promote herself. She doesn't mm-hmm. like Taylor. She just so- talks. About- that's an interesting point, though, Sammy, because I was going to say there's not really much point in comparing social media of Taylor versus any of the other artists because it, it wouldn't even be fair. However, if Taylor's not using her social media clout, doesn't that balance the field a little bit? I mean, I guess it can, but also it can also, um, you know, look to people who are trying to decide who to vote that she's not trying to beg people for votes. You know, I mean, if you don't know about Taylor Nation, if you're just looking at her tweets as a whole, then it just looks like she's a normal person. And that, I mean, to me, that kind of makes me want to vote for her more because she's not trying to overpromote herself. Now, to, you know, Taylor haters that can go a different way to people who don't know that can go a different way. I keep flip-flopping my opinion here because now I'm thinking even though Taylor doesn't use her social clout, what about Taylor's fans? Because as a fan base, we as a collective have more social clout than a lot of other fan bases. Absolutely. I think that that helps her too. Because there's Sammy tweeting from T-Swift on tour <laughs> to 150-something thousand people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not very many fan bases can claim that. I mean, in terms yeah. of... I mean, if I can go and Google Blake Shelton, you know, Blake Shelton updates, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Let's see what comes up. <laughs> well, I think really Bieber is actually the only other artist with yeah, with fan accounts as large as Taylor's. In fact, actually even larger. Yeah. Yeah, Bieber is insane. There's yeah. some Bieber fan accounts that are around the one million follower yeah. mark, which is yeah. just absurd for a non-celebrity to have that. Lords are Lords are up there too. She has ones that have like fifty thousand. Oh wow. Seventy five thousand. There, but the, she also follows them, so that can also mm-hmm. help. But yeah. that's a and different I'm sure she talks to them too. Yeah, that is. That's so, different. should we perhaps talk about Mr. Luke Bryan? Yes. Oh on, no this 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 one breaks my heart. Yeah. It, oh, it actually breaks pick? my heart too because I really really like him and he yeah. won last year and beat and, Taylor and yeah, I know and Taylor's a big fan of his. She brought him out. Like, yeah. And I think my big thing with like, my biggest thing with Luke Bryan is that he is very similar to Taylor in terms of that his music isn't strictly country. Like, his music is able to reach... Uh, No, no. I think she's right, Adam. Like, it's it's Mm. very almost like rock in a way like yeah, there's something it pop but it's, it. it's country rock though he's still got the twang absolutely and so does taylor i mean like taylor does taylor. not have twang taylor it, her pop do. songs are strictly pop. sometimes yes. taylor has twang yes certain songs have twang but you know luke has rock songs on his album he has rap songs on his album he's mm-hmm. a very very versatile artist and i think that that is something that'll help taylor and i think that that's something that'll help luke bryan and not for nothing but he's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, that helps a little bit. <laughs> That's not why I'm a Luke Bryan fanboy, but 
Oh, but that's part of the reason. Um, Come on. But the other thing that he has that Taylor also has is that he is currently on tour. He was on tour for the majority of last summer into the fall and is continuing to go on tour this spring into summer. He's gotten so big that he is adding stadium shows. Wow. He's huge right now. And do you know what's a shame is the two people I love most, Taylor and Luke, neither of them come to Vegas. <laughs> Luke hasn't? Have you looked at that up? Is that I, true? I looked at his tour dates unless he added a Vegas show. He better he, have. He might have. I don't, uh, he tended to go bigger. I would have thought that he had it first because he was playing I, that. I'm sorry, Sammy. I have to cut you off it. there. Did, did you just say that Vegas is not big place for performers? Not in terms of country music. Yeah, Vegas yeah, is huge yes, is. country. Yeah, but the venues themselves are not that big. Like, if you of course they are. Like Mandalay Bay to no, like they're like no mid-range. Grand Garden Arena is like a fifteen thousand person. Arena. Is it really? Yeah, Paul McCartney played there. Yes. Okay, but there's a difference between Taylor, who you know her fan base is generally young kids between the ages of like you know ten and thirty. Although 30 isn't really that young. But you know where I'm going with this. And Luke mm-hmm. Bryan fans are generally between the ages of like 18 and 40. Like that right, is a little the bit older. fan base. That is not Taylor's fan. You know what I'm saying? Like it would be very odd for Taylor to play in a casino. Whereas Luke Bryan playing in a casino actually kind of makes sense. Well, okay. But that's that's not the discussion no. at hand right now. No. It's Luke Bryan versus Taylor, Entertainer of the Year. So like I mentioned earlier, there was the controversial win last year where Luke won despite fans thinking Taylor should have won. And that was his very first try, too. That was his first time he was ever up for that award, and he got it. So I feel like Luke is probably Taylor's strongest competitor here. I definitely agree with that. I think he is also, and here's another point as well, because you mentioned that he was a host last year with Mm -hmm. Blake Shelton, and he and Blake Shelton are hosting again this year. Yep. Now, if um, CBS wants them to come back and host next year, who do they have to make happy? Luke or Brian, or Luke or Brian, Luke, or Blake. <laughs> Luke, Luke and Brian are the same person, Sammy. Are you sure? <laughs> but yeah, Luke, Luke or Blake, they got to keep them happy, right? Because yep, they want them I to come agree. back and host because they do a phenomenal job hosting. But they can do that in other ways. They don't have to give them the biggest award of the night as a bribe. Like, I'm sure they will both win something. At the well, ACMs, it doesn't have to really. be. I mean, they're both year. up for Entertainer of the Year, and they're both up for Male Vocalist. So chances are they're going to give Male Vocalist to one of them and Entertainer of the Year to the other. And they're also up for um, Album of the Year too. Mm, I think That's Album of the Year will probably go to Luke. Yeah. Well, okay. I, something I want to talk about. I, well, first, actually, I want to note what Sammy said that one of them is going to win Male Vocalist, one is going to win Entertainer. Because I'm very curious to see if that's going to be accurate. We should write that down, yeah. That happened last year. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's just keep that in mind. Yeah, and obviously we're not experts, we're just stating our opinions. No, Sammy is actually a psychic and she predicts the future. (laughs) I didn't know if you guys knew that about her, but she knows what's going to happen tomorrow and the day after and for the rest of eternity. Sure, we'll go with that. I'm just kidding. Sammy's not a psychic. <laughs> um, I totally lost my train of thought. That tends to happen when I go on rants. Oh, videos. Now, did anybody besides Luke and Taylor do funny videos for this? Because those are the only two I saw. Those are the only two I saw also. 
Luke's were so funny. Luke's, Luke's rival funny. Taylor's in funniness. I know people were talking about how funny Taylor's was the thing with Scott Borchetta that she did. And he's like, I bet she's talking to that cat right now. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, whatever it was. Luke's was funny because obviously he's up for um album in, uh, what, what's his album called? Crash, Crash My, My Party. Party. Yeah. And so his video is, I saw two of them. Are there more than that? I don't know. Either way, uh, it was a, it was a series of at least two videos showing him crashing different types of parties, and they were funny. There was I one f- where he crashes a wedding, and uh, it, they show the bride and groom having the first dance, and then Luke in the background, like just getting his jam on, and then like <laughs> and then the dance. pushing the groom aside and dancing with the bride for the <laughs> like. It is funny, and the the second one. Uh, is where he crashes a little boy's birthday party and the little boy is hitting a pinata and Luke comes in and he's like, you're swinging that thing like a, what would it, like a spaghetti noodle. He's like, (laughs) give it here. And he slams the thing. He's like, yeah, that's what happens when you eat your broccoli. (laughs) I think the thing to note about those though, is that that is very much Luke's personality. Whereas the video that Taylor released is, a side of Taylor that we have never seen before. Like, and I, I mean, that can go both ways for her. That can go that, you know, she's, you know, making fun of herself and kind of having more fun with it and, you know, taking it seriously, but not taking it seriously. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it can also be shown that because she's not taking it seriously, she's just like joking around about it and it doesn't matter. Now to, to the fans, I found that it was very well received to other people. It might not be so well received. But with Luke Bryan, that's his personality. People kind of expect that from him. Well, I think his is also more generically funny, where Taylor's, if you don't know the relationship she and Meredith have, wouldn't necessarily make sense. Yeah, yeah like you like you definitely have to know things about her to get why that's funny. With Luke, yeah. it's like that's just like a funny scene. Yeah, and that mm-hmm. can also affect her that, you know, people who don't necessarily know her and only know her as, you know, Taylor Swift and don't know the way that we know her, that could also affect voting too. Okay. So what about album sales? Luke has sold almost 2 million copies, which is very impressive, but Red sold over 4 million, more than double. But Crash My Party has also not been out as long as Red. Right. However, saying that he sold almost 2 million under 2 million, Taylor was at 1.2 million the first week. I mean, she hit 2 million like a week later, I think. Yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. Like within the first month. So yeah, his, th- yeah. that's that's a different type of comparison. Yeah, hers has been out longer. However, she hit that 2 million mark in but, but less for, time. For a country album, 2 million is a lot. It was the number it was the number one album um for at least two weeks, if not more. I'm not a hundred percent sure, um, but it was it was number one for a while. It sold very very well, and you know, Red was expected to sell that well. For Crash My Party, I don't know that it was expected to sell as well as it did. I mean, people knew that it would sell well, but it sold like five hundred thousand copies in the first week. I want to say, mm-hmm. and I mean, obviously compared to one point two million, that's like nothing, but. For a country album and for Luke Bryan's country album, which he's a relatively new artist. Like, that's a big See, deal. he's not, though. He's just new to being famous. He's got several albums out. He was around before he really took off. 
Well, yes. he's like new in the sense that it took him a while to get noticed by people. But he's not. He's he's newer than say newly um, popular. Rap- yeah, newly he's popular newly popular, guy. but he's 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 new newer in comparison to a lot of the other nominees. He's newer than Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton has had you know albums coming out since the early nineties. Oh, has know? he really? Yeah. Dang, no, Blake is old. That. He came out in like. 94 i think that was his first number one single it came out in like 1994 was that when he uh, had a mullet yep, he had a mullet oh, okay yep. miranda lambert was on her her reality show before taylor was even famous um and george Strait, you know he won entertainer of the year in 1989 like <laughs> we'll get to that Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> relatively speaking luke bryan is a new artist mm-hmm. okay he is so in terms of the vote, will Luke Bryan crash Taylor's party? I think he could. I think he could, too. I don't know if it's going to happen, but if it did happen, I wouldn't be surprised. No, I wouldn't either. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go 50-50 honestly, on this. Honestly, though, and, and I'm sure that I'm going to get hate for this, I don't know that I would, like, if 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 I could have my way, obviously Taylor would win, but if Luke Bryan won, I wouldn't cry a river over it. I wouldn't either, and I honestly wasn't even really that mad last year. No, I wasn't either. Was. I thought it was I thought it was well deserved. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, Red was huge. The tour was huge. Like it, but also in comparison, the tour was had only just started. Right. So that also helps Taylor in terms of that the tour has been going on for almost a year now. You know, whereas that when she was nominated, it would had only been going on for a few weeks. Like they couldn't even really consider it Not because at all, it. Was, yeah. It had really only just started at the end of the eligibility for entertain for entertainer of the year, so that could help her too. But I kind of I agree. I go fifty fifty with between her and Luke. Yeah, I I'm up in the air. I I don't even know who to vote for because I love them both so much. I'm just I kidding. I voted for Taylor. <laughs> don't I, don't I tell Luke too. I voted for Taylor, please. Nobody tell Luke. I just felt I'm like gonna, we have to because we run a Taylor podcast. Oh no, <laughs> Sammy, what did you say? I said, I'm going to win a meet and greet with Luke Bryan and tell him that you didn't vote for him. No, don't do it. Luke will hate oh me. <laughs> I want to meet Luke Bryan really bad now. <laughs> Just tell him that. I need to meet him first so I can tell him to not listen to you. <laughs> All right. Then I won't be able to touch his abs. <laughs> touch his what? His abs. She said abs. His abs, like his abdominals. Can you please yes. say abdominals? The whole world word like spelled out because abdominals. That is not what I thought you said. That's you not wanted what to I touch either. Um. Anyways, so Miranda Lambert, <laughs> Blake Shelton's uh, wife. If I remember correctly, she beat Taylor last year for female vocalist. Yeah, yeah she did. Female vocalist. That I was upset about. To be honest, I can't stand Miranda Lambert, and I don't know why. I don't know why you don't like her either. I'm sorry if I offend anyone, but I can't stand her either. The only songs I like by her are ones that Casey Musgraves wrote. Yeah. Yes. Well, speaking of that. No, let's not go there. (laughs) Did we talk about that last week? No, but this is a fun story for everybody. So last week, um, Diane and I were fortunate enough to win a meet and greet with Casey Musgraves. This is totally off topic of our ACM discussion, but a fun story nonetheless. It and, sense, though. Well, Casey, Casey was opening. Casey was opening for Lady Antebellum, and the meet and greet was after Casey's performance, but before Lady A came on. And she sang "Mama's Broken Heart," which, for those who don't know, even though it's a Miranda Lambert song, Casey actually wrote it. And she said that she was like, "Now I'm going to play a song that I wrote." Oh, that was funny, and she mm-hmm. put she like 
she didn't even say it like Diane just said it. She's like, now I'm going to play you guys a song that I wrote. Yeah. Um, had a little sass, but that that's not relevant to this story. Well, kind of. So we get escorted back to this room where the meet and greet took place. And um, I was like, what do I say to Casey to make myself memorable, right? So I finally came up with something. And what, what I ended up telling her is I was like, so Casey, you know Mama's Broken Heart? I think you should have kept that one for yourself. And her response was so funny. She was like, well, you know, it helped pay the bills, so <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> but the point I'm getting at and why this is all relevant is that the article in Taste of Country, um, that just so people know, I, I, I feel like we missed this part, but there was a series of articles in Taste of Country that kind of inspired this discussion. And we it's, should have said that at the beginning. Yeah, we should have, and I forgot. But it's why blank should win ACM Entertainer of the Year, and they did an independent one for each of the nominees for Taylor Swift, Miranda Lambert, George Strait, Luke Bryan, and Blake Shelton. And um, so the, the one on why Miranda should win states that she's one of the greatest female vocalists. And, like, the, the whole point of my story with Casey is that Casey sang Casey's song, and I enjoyed it a lot more than Miranda Lambert singing it. Yep, I agree. So... Let's let's talk Miranda Lambert versus Taylor Swift then. Does anyone have any arguments? Like, because for me this one I mean, is she's is... the favorite to win the female vocalist. She's won four other times. She always beats Taylor because country music people don't really think that Taylor is a strong vocalist. Whatever. Um, she's obviously well, not obviously. She like I just said, she's a favorite to win that for the fifth time, which no other female has ever done. She doesn't have a new album out yet. It's not coming out until May. It's not in the voting eligibility. She was on tour last year, but it was, as far as I can find, and it was an average tour. People went, people enjoyed it. It was a tour between her and Dirks Bentley. Um, she was supposed to also perform with Pistol Annie's, but in the middle of the tour, her and Pistol Annie's broke up. So then it just became her. Um I don't really see how she can win Entertainer of the Year. I really don't. Well, I don't either. I think she, she would. She's. I mean, I think that this is one person on this list where I can say that, like, I don't think she she's going to win at all. No. And know? I don't think that she. I think even if Taylor was not nominated, that she still wouldn't win. I don't think it's a competition between her and Taylor. I'm sorry. No, I, I think she's definitely the weakest contender in this category because you have to think about what entertainer of the year is. Yeah. It's the person who is the overall best entertainer in all aspects. And yeah. like you said, her tour was mediocre. You said she Doesn't didn't have, have album. you said no new album. No. Like, so how could she possibly be the biggest entertainer in all aspects of music? I, I mean, I give, her, yeah. I give her credit. She's a great vocalist. Her songs are always, you know, up there on the charts and she's had a couple of really big ones this year she's definitely like i've said seven thousand times a contender if not the favorite if not the definite win for female vocalist of the year but i don't think that that makes her a contender for entertainer of the year yeah i, I don't, don't i don't even think there's much of a discussion on miranda lambert no, right now i like, honestly think that this place should have gone to casey musgraves oh well maybe next year because I, I, I the thing with new. casey is yeah she's too new i mean like we said she yeah, not so only we, hang on I, sammy, sammy sammy let me finish <laughs> Let me finish. Like, not only did she open for Lady A, but she even opened for their opener, Kit yeah. Moore. Like, she was the first in line. You know, so she she doesn't have her own tour to speak of. So, 
you know, she, she again also can't be called a full entertainer in all aspects of music. No, but in theory, Miranda Lambert's tour wasn't her own tour either. What was she, the Pistol Antis? They, are you they, talking spl- about? they split it evenly between her and Dirk Bentley. Oh, I mean, technically she was a headliner, but you know, some nights Dirk Bentley would go in front of her, some nights she would go in front of Dirk Bentley. You know, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, so I think it's pretty unanimous though that Miranda Lambert, like, yeah. I would put a big Sorry. X on the screen if yeah, I were on okay. a what's that For reality the, show? The Voice. Big X. Oh, X is that not the voice? The no, X that's America's Got Talent. No, America's Got Talent. One of those. I get them confused. <laughs> <laughs> Big X. I cross her off. No chance of winning. Sorry, Miranda. Bye-bye. Really sorry. Sorry. All right. So George Strait oh, is boy. the final contender. And it's very odd because I I feel like they threw him there as like a nod to his long career. Yeah, it's definitely I, I, I think it's one his, of those. It's definitely that. It's the fact that his Cowboy Rides Away tour is his last tour. It's that, I mean, I think that, you know, he won in 1989. That was the last time he won. That was the first time he won. That when was the last some time. of our panelists weren't even born yet, the last <laughs> time he won Entertainer of the I Year. I was not alive yet. <laughs> I had just been born, like, within a few days. Taylor oh, was, born was born that like, year. Later, depending on when it was. I'm not sure. How do you um, think that held up? How do you think that makes George Strait feel? Like, this year, <laughs> he... He is up for an award. He hasn't won since the year that one of his competitors was born. born. That's, but yeah, that's pretty funny. But he also, Taylor opened for him. Mm-hmm. That's also an interesting point to make, is that Taylor opened for him way back when. Um, and he also just won CMA Entertainer of the Year in November. And I think that that can also help him. Obviously, the CMAs and the ACMs are completely different. I don't know what the word is, like but award shows or organizations. Award shows, uh, uh, they're complete. They're completely separate. They have nothing mm-hmm. to do with each other. However, I do think that because he won the CMAs, that that could help him win the ACMs just by credibility alone. See, I don't know though, because it's two separate organizations. The two are not interrelated at all. Uh, what? They're, they're not, but you know the country music world is very tiny, and I think that that could help him. I really Maybe don't. I don't know. See, this is this is the part of the discussion where we need Steve here. <laughs> yeah, because he he would be more familiar than George, with George Strait than all of us. Because I really don't know anything about him. I, I couldn't name songs, a single one of his songs. Um, I feel if like I heard him on radio, know. I would know that it was George Strait. Yeah. Um, he also has two new songs. One of them was not so hot on the radio, according to the article. And the other one didn't start out so hot, but it got a little bit better. Neither of them, I don't think, were number ones this year, but he's also had 60 number ones over his career. Okay, well, hold up, hold up, Sammy, though. 60 number ones over the course of his career, right? This is the 2014 Entertainer of the Year Award, encompassing the year of 2013, who was the best entertainer in 2013. So I don't think that should be weighted into this decision. I think it kind of has to, though. Yeah, but it could be, though. Like, yes, Uh, it probably shouldn't be, but that doesn't mean that the people who vote and pick this person, which is interesting because I'm not sure, okay, if he would win, I'm pretty sure it would not be, be, be because that fans wanted him to win you know it's however like, though it would be like a acm his, decision if he won. however though his cowboy rides away tour was considered the most coveted ticket of 2014 so fans really do like him based like, upon they, what though 
Uh, but that's because it's his last tour, though. Yeah, absolutely. But it was still coveted. And he was playing big, you know, he's playing um, Gillette Stadium. Like, mm-hmm. he's playing big venues. Like, um, and, but the other thing with his tour is that the people that he's bringing on tour are quite huge. So, like, when he played in Nashville a couple weeks ago, he played with um, Mar- uh, uh, oh, I just- Martina McBride. And when oh, he plays okay. at Gillette Stadium, his openers are Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Oh, they're opening for him? Yeah. Oh, they wow. go on before him, yeah. Wow. So that's um, why people want to go to his concert, just like, because it would be this extravaganza of country yes, music. It's, a, it's supposed to be a huge, huge deal. And according to Brian Mansfield, who we all know and love, um, he uh, said Straits Entertainer nomination is more, or Entertainer of the Year nomination is more of an Entertainer of a Lifetime nomination. That's why I think he's probably going to win, though. I think he will probably win as well. See, and that's that's a problem with award shows because ultimately the question should be who entertained their fans the most in 2013, and that's what should decide this award. But I think even if you're going with that based on his tour alone, that's pretty darn entertaining. What if they give him something else, like some sort of like made up award, like honorary? Yeah, one of those. Like how Taylor got the Pinnacle Award. Yeah, like they could do that, and then they would still honor him. Even if you're going like, okay, so say that you can't like be, he can't be considered for 60 number one songs, you know, so he had two songs come out this year. Taylor technically only had one, like, and even that she only had one song this year. Yeah, because it came like a highway don't care was released as a single in May after last year's ACX. Everything else was released before that. Oh, you're right. As a single. So technically the only person or the only two people oh well when did those i don't even think Shelton has a new song i think that the, the no two... he had what did he have he had um mine would be you boys that... around here and sure be cool if you did and then he had a couple new songs recently come out he does, but luke bryan has more mm-hmm. and even miranda lambert has more she is all kinds of kinds and then automatic that just came out a couple weeks ago like technically they have more than taylor does too so we can't even say that you know we can't we have to count george Strait out because he doesn't have any songs because we'd have to count taylor out too that's a fair point however i still think taylor is overall more entertaining but i'm also slightly biased so i definitely think she's more entertaining but i think compared to the two of them i think that george Strait would win just given everything all encompassing. Mm-hmm. Diane, what's your opinion on that? I would have to agree. Just, I mean, not because I personally think he should win mm-hmm. over Taylor, just because I think since he's, you know, an older singer and this is his last tour this year, that they'll probably just give it to him because he's just, you know, he's had a great life. I'd yeah. say in this one of George Strait versus Taylor, I think it would what it would ultimately come down to is the weight difference between fan vote versus the Academy vote. Mm-hmm. Because I 100% guarantee Taylor is going to win the fan vote over Absolutely. George Strait. Com- but over anybody. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Her and Luke Bryan, her and Blake Shelton, we've had this conversation. But yes, compared to the two of them, absolutely she has the fan vote in the bag. Um, I was going to say something and I forgot. That's okay, Sammy. You've been running the conversation anyway. This is this is Sammy Talk. This is Sammy Talk featuring Sammy and supported a little bit by Adam and Diane. 
No, it's good. No, it's, it's good. fine. I just want to actually kind of wrap up this discussion, unless there's any huge major points, and just sort of ask your opinions. Like, so who's going to win this year? We've got five competitors. We did Blake Shelton versus Taylor, Luke versus Taylor, Miranda versus Taylor, and George versus Taylor. But let's do Taylor versus everybody now. Who is going to win this year's Entertainer of the Year? So we, so you're going to make us pick one person, right? One person. I want a prediction oh from both of you. Now, uh, I, disclaimer, these predictions may or may not be accurate. The award show's not till next week. And it's also not based on our love for Taylor or love over another artist for Taylor. Exactly. Because I would love for her to win, but there's I, a difference yeah. between what I want to happen and what and I what think will, will happen. happen. Okay, so Diane, what's gonna what what okay, what do you want to happen? What will happen? I want Taylor to win sixty percent, and then the other part of my heart wants Luke Bryan to win. But I think George Strait will win. Okay. I'm nodding my head because I hundred <laughs> percent agree with Diane. I okay, so we Taylor got Sammy's win, answer too. But if Luke won, that would be okay. But I think George Strait is gonna win. Yeah. Okay, I want Taylor to win, of course. I've been voting for Taylor, of course. But I don't know. For some reason, something in my gut tells me Luke's going to win. Yeah, you think yeah. so? I He'll think he's going to get the back-to-back because Taylor got a back-to-back a couple of years ago. And I just, I don't know, there just seems something like. Some, like, good vibe going on that you, yeah, because, I mean, he's had a really great year. Mm-hmm. He's huge. And Taylor brought him out on stage. That's totally helpful. Yes. Yes. And on a and note. if he wins, he better thank Taylor for that. <laughs> <laughs> On another note, I I thank I thank Taylor for that because I videoed it and it's the number one video of that performance on YouTube. Do you know how many views it has? Let's find out. You okay. guys talk for a sec. Talk talk amongst yourselves really quick about how awesome that performance was or something like that. Well, uh, uh. we were all there for it for that, <laughs> yeah. and that was um, that was the first night in Nashville. First night in Nashville. Yeah, uh, I was trying to I, think. It wasn't the last. I had night. been talking for like six. Okay, I've got it, Sammy. You don't have to keep oh. rambling. I got it. Tell a good story. And this actually blows my mind because last time I checked, it wasn't even close to this. It's over nine hundred thousand views now. Whoa! You're almost at a million. It's approaching a million on that. Luke Bryan, Taylor Swift singing. I don't want this. Should probably tag that below so that we can push it over to a million. Yeah. (laughs) So for those who want to watch that video, be sure to visit TaylorTalk.org/episode one (laughs) twenty-seven. Shameless plug there. So those are our predictions for the ACMs next week. If you guys have uh, different thoughts or you agree with us, you know, let us know. We love hearing from you guys. Just, yeah, just don't be mean. Yeah, d- don't be mean. Good, good it point. Hurts my feeling. I'm a very sensitive soul. So am I. But if you do have a different opinion, we're definitely open to hearing what your opinion is and and why. So, mm-hmm. uh, TaylorTalk.org/contact has a bunch of different ways you can reach out to us. Of course, the one we're on every day is our Twitter account at TaylorTalk13. So I hope everyone enjoyed this discussion, though. I, I really enjoyed talking to you, too. Sammy, you're a wealth of knowledge in uh, <laughs> And we will be back next music. week talking about what happened. What we actually will. happened. Yeah, yeah, that's coming up next week in next week's episode. Yeah, we'll see. Now, as always, we have... Uh, you're is Sammy still rambling right now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just can't get her to shut up ever. She's so excited. She's so excited. <laughs> it's okay. I love hearing from Sammy. Talk away, Sammy, just not when I'm talking. <laughs> if Diane's talking, feel free to interrupt, because hey, odds uh, are you hey. have something better to say. Oh, my God. Adam Romberg. <laughs> Rude. Okay. 
So, <laughs> as always, we've got a ton of submissions for You Know Your Swifty When and If Swifties Ruled the World. So, Diane, if you could share with us the first one, I'd appreciate it. Are, are you sure you want me to read it? Like, you just told me not to talk and have Sammy talk over me. Diane, if you could share this first one, I'd really appreciate it. All right. So, this one comes from Swiftly twining on twitter and they say you know you're swifty when you want to meet the taylor talk people almost as much as you want to meet taylor that's, that's not true you're probably lying but that's nice <laughs> <laughs> i had people come up to me at the art exhibit asking if i was with t-swift on tour and it was like it's were like they really yeah like were i mean we... i i had tweeted that i was gonna be there but like how i knew it was me i have no idea but it was like it was very like did you wear like, a taylor shirt when you went well, I had a Taylor shirt on. That's but not probably why. That's... Well, they were wearing Taylor shirts too. I mean, you know. How cute! Uh, yeah, there there was even one girl that like was dressed up like Taylor. It was kind of bizarre. Well, Sammy, uh, you're famous. But it was so strange. Like, I'm not though. I'm just a person. And my mom was there, and she was like, "How did they know who you were?" And I bet she was so impressed. Like, she really, she really was. She's like, "My daughter's awesome." No, she was like, she was like, why, why do they care? I was like, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, the next one is from Swift Agency Thirteen on Twitter. He says, "You know, you're Swifty when you choose a competition piece just because it was Box Thirteenth Invention." Oh. I don't know what I any of that, that means. I assume she's it's a like piano in an orchestra, piece. A piano. It's, yeah, it's piano. It's like. You know how Beethoven has like the Ninth Symphony, Bach has the seventh, thirteenth invention. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you have to explain these things to Adam. There you go. Uh, it's my turn. You know, you're Swifty when you see a firework. You instant or you silently start humming. I see sparks fly to yourself. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Who sent that one in, Sammy? Uh, I don't know. It's on the next page. Hold, please. Uh, that's from Anna via email. <laughs> Thank you, Sammy. You're welcome. Thanks, Anna. All right. This next one comes from KDeep24 on Twitter, and they say, you know you're Swifty when everyone you know refers to you as the girl who loves Taylor Swift. Oh, we all get that. Yeah, for sure. When I, used to, when I worked at the store that I used to work at, everybody called me Taylor Swift. That like, happens to me at my work, too. Like, there's this one girl at work who calls me, hey, Taylor Swift. I'm yeah, like, hi. Yeah, really funny. <laughs> well, Diane, you are Taylor Swift. Thank you. Yeah, see, Remember I'm, that I'm video not... from last week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so next up is from The Life of T-Swift on Twitter. He says, you know you're Swifty when you put extra food on your friend's plate after they compliment Taylor. <laughs> that's so funny it's like your friend has a little puppy dog it's like oh good boy here have a little treat you said something good about taylor here have a snack oh you don't like taylor no dinner for you like (laughs) i like picture like patting her friend on the head good girl you complimented taylor (laughs) oh the next submission is from evan holmquist on twitter you know you're a Swifty when you think you won a Taylor debut and a Red Demo album, only to wake up and realize it was a dream. Aww. Yeah, I have a lot of Taylor-related dreams like that. Mm. They're usually good ones until you wake up. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it happens to the best of us, real. Evan. We all have them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> like cool thing. This next one comes from Peroxide Hearts on Twitter, and they say, your mom comes home and asks, what did Taylor do today? 
<laughs> you forgot that you know your Swifty oh, win part. You know your Swifty win. Your mom comes home and asks, "What did Taylor do today?" My dad constantly is sending me, especially when she's been in New York, has been sending me articles about her being in New York. And I was like, I know, Dad. I tweeted that like four hours ago. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Dad. You are so behind right now. And it's just kind of funny because we do know most of the time at least something that she did. Like, oh, she was spotted going to Whole Foods or she was. Yep. And we know that. It's, it is a little bit weird. A little bit. All right. We didn't go there, though. We don't. We don't follow. That's weird. Sammy does. <laughs> and the last one of the episode comes from a good friend of ours at Hipster T Swift on Twitter who says, if Swifties ruled the world, I'd be seriously terrified. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. I busted up laughing when I first read that one. I had to share it. Very world. I doubt she's even listening to this episode, but if no, you are, thank you for she sending said that she's, in. She's heard it before. Yeah, she might hear this one. Alrighty, so thank you to everybody who sent in submissions for our mini segments. We really appreciate it. We look forward to hearing from you on future episodes. Remember, if you want to submit to the mini segments or just give us any sort of feedback in general, there are a multitude of ways. You can contact us. You can email us, taylortalk at taylorswift13.org. You can tweet us, Facebook us, Taylor Connect us, or ask us a question on AskFM. All of those are the username taylortalk13. If you want to leave us a voicemail or text message, you can do so to area code 240-31-SWIFT. If you're out of the U.S. or Canada and you still want to leave us a voicemail, you can go directly to the website, taylortalk.org. There's a button on the side that says send voicemail. You can click that. That's completely free of charge to use. All you need is a microphone on your computer or iPad or iPhone or iPod Touch, and you can leave us a voicemail directly on the website and hear your own voice right here on the podcast. It'll be a lot of fun. We look forward to hearing from all of you guys. And, of course, if you want to give us feedback – Please go give us a nice little review on iTunes. You can do so at taylortalk.org slash iTunes. It'll take you directly to our page on iTunes where you can leave a review. And we'd really appreciate it. It would be very nice of you to do that. You know, we're always looking to make the show better, as good as we can. And any feedback you can offer us is really appreciated. And thank you for everyone that uh, does participates. And of course, thank you for tuning in today. You guys thought I was done, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I was like, oh, time to say goodbye, but oh no. Diana was falling asleep. But thank you to everyone tuning in. If you're new to the show, um, remember you can subscribe in iTunes and and you'll get all the new episodes downloaded as soon as they come out. If you're old to the episode and you're not already subscribed, shame on you. Uh, I'm just kidding. But for episode 127 of Taylor Talk, it's been a lot of fun today, but it's time to say goodbye. I am Adam. I'm Diane. And I'm Sammy. And we'll see you all next week with the results from the ACMs. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. This podcast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift.